What's going on? Welcome to the Humboldt Last Week podcast. My name is Miles Cochran. This is a summary of Humboldt County, California's last week of news whenever you want it. On a commute, on a walk, at the gym, whenever. Now, if you have a second, it means so much. Please do support Humboldt Last Week online in any way that you can. I truly can't get enough of you checking things out on Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, and at KimKemp.com. All right, for my main story this week, some good deeds that happened at Glen Paul School in Eureka received national attention on a website that gets around 30 million page views a month. It's such a smile-inducing thing whenever this incredible county of ours gets a massive amount of attention over something as positive as this. So we'll get the story from a teacher there. But first, let's take a look at this week's other top stories. A week ago, I covered how a good tip from a parent helped the cops in Fortuna arrest two 15-year-olds for allegedly planning a mustard gas bombing at the high school that could have killed a lot of kids and teachers at a prep rally. Well, the DA's office is saying there's not enough evidence that these kids had enough materials to carry this out and therefore not enough evidence to press charges. But the FBI and Fortuna Police Department are still investigating. The parents of Tommy McLean are getting seventy-five grand each from the city of Eureka. A jury found a police officer and Tommy were equally in the wrong whenever the officer shot and killed him outside of his house in 2014. If the jury did not find Tommy in the wrong at all, that money would have been doubled. McLean was 22 whenever this happened. Police say he was shot while reaching for what appeared to be a handgun, but turned out to be an unloaded BB gun after ignoring commands to keep his hands up. His family and a witness said his hands were raised and he was trying to follow conflicting commands. Saw that in the North Coast Journal. Eureka's shipping container village for the homeless has moved to a new place. It was along 3rd in Old Town for about six months. Now it's near the north end of Broadway, just off of Waterfront at Washington and Coster. Looks like it'll be there for at least a year. Now, some of the new residents at this village location were people that all of a sudden had to leave their temporary campsite on Waterfront, which I covered a couple of weeks ago. Betty Chin has been a huge part of this. It's part of the Greater Eureka Community Outreach Project. They released some stats here saying that this has helped people find housing, jobs, and take other steps to better their lives. Here's Betty's quote in the Lost Coast Outpost. She said, we're here to support them and guide them. We cannot change their lives if they don't want to change. There were four armed robberies, which is four too many. We're talking Sherry Heights Casino in Trinidad, Benbow Inn down in Southern Humboldt, the Red Front Store in Ferndale, and the Stop and Shop on Wabash in Eureka. At least they arrested the guy who allegedly did the casino crime. Kim Kemp has done a great job covering those robberies. Humboldt State University President Lisa Rossbacker has a message for President-elect Donald Trump. She has joined over 100 other university presidents across the country calling out the billionaire in a letter. She wants the former reality TV star to, quote, condemn and work to prevent the harassment, hate, and acts of violence that are being perpetrated across our nation, sometimes in his name. Pretty much all the local media outlets picked that one up. The feds are extending criminal jurisdiction to the Hoopah Reservation at the end of next year. Tribe wanted more law enforcement resources out there, and that is going to happen. So federal law enforcement out there, in addition to some tribal and state law enforcement. Someone, possibly in a black SUV, smashed into Petco at the mall in Eureka and just drove off. Saw that on the Lost Coast Outpost. No word on whether or not that was an attempt by PETA to free the chinchillas. Maybe the rest of the animals, too. Only in your state did a story about the only still-operating cookhouse in North America, which you know is the Samoa Cookhouse. They wrote that meals there are still served like they were when the building began feeding hungry lumberjacks in 1890. 
The caption on their photo reads that the building looks much the same as it did almost 130 years ago. Post goes into the comfort food they serve, the communal atmosphere, and the on-site museum. So sweet. I posted that on the Humboldt Last Week Facebook. And now, let's check out the main story this week. So, the good deeds of some Humboldt locals made a national news website with around 30 million visitors a month. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Here's where it started. An 11-year-old kiddo named Elijah that goes to school at Glen Paul in Eureka found $454 in an envelope dating back 16 years. I spoke with teacher Rachel Cardoza about all this. Elijah, like all of my students, is very energetic, very kind, very loving, very happy. When my aide handed me the money after she found it in the shredder, um, we both just assumed it was a couple of dollars, but then I turned it over and there was a $100 bill. So then I ended up counting it. It was $454. And I said that out loud and we both just kind of looked at each other like, um, what do we do now? So we both started brainstorming, like, where could this money have come from? She started looking through all of the stuff that was in the shred pile. So the reason this money was in the shred pile in the first place was because this local business, Western Chainsaw, disposes their old paperwork through the school's pre-vocational shredding program. That $454 in cash was Western Chainsaw's money. It was very, very exciting to have this teachable moment right there in front of me. I mean, I could teach and talk to them all day about how doing the right thing is what you're supposed to do. But when they see it in action, that's when it's really exciting and things start clicking in their little brains and it's just very exciting to watch. So Rachel said since this money was so old, it would have been so easy for anybody to pocket the cash and move on. But that would never happen at Glen Paul. So they returned this money and it's amazing what happened next. John Haig, the owner of Western Chainsaw, not only decided to donate $500 to the school, he also brought in donuts. We were just dumbfounded. We found $454. They gave us $500 plus donuts. The donuts was an extra nice touch because it gave the kids something to see right away, something that paid off right away. The money is going into a general fund that we're going to be trying to figure out something that's going to be fun for the kids, but they won't actually be spending the money themselves. So the donuts were something that was rewarding right away. Our kids love, love, love donuts. And it's something that's special and exciting and that doesn't happen every day. So that was a really nice touch from Western Chainsaw. So Ruth Schneider over at the Time Standard did a great article on this. Whenever I saw that, I posted that article on Reddit under uplifting news. That got over a thousand upvotes. Then, so happens, the next day, Distractify did a story on it. They have around 3 million likes on Facebook and around 30 million page views a month. So it is incredible. So great that an audience that big got a chance to hear about this positive thing that happened right here in Humble. Honesty really is the best policy. There's no reason not to be honest. It always pays off. Humans really are good to each other. If we're just good to each other, only good things can come from that. So thank you so much for interviewing me and putting this out there because now more than ever, people need to hear good things that are happening in this world. Humble. Last week.